You ready? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Previously on Booze and Buffy. Wow, they're athletic for like, you know. Franciscans. Yeah. And Giles is lucky earlier when he was fucking around with his sword that it was only Willow, Buffy, and Xander who came in and yeah. not like a school administrator. Find the snake monster, fans. Uh-huh. Who is Donald Trump's snake monster? Ew. Ew. Don't say those words in that order. I know. (laughs) Happy Halloween. I'm Tyler, and I'm here with Harrison. Hey, welcome back to Booze and Buffy. We are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one by one. No spoilers, because Tyler has never seen the show before. And Harrison is the Tila Tequila of podcasting. What a dated reference. You're welcome. (laughs) Um... What I can tell you, uh, because I'm Tila Tequila and don't know things, <laughs> what episode are we watching? Hey, maybe that was a compliment. You never know. Um, we're watching season two, episode six, Halloween. <laughs> this is the one that's kind of um, like that Goosebumps novel where the mask like becomes you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that one, yes. uh, that's all I could think about. Um, yeah. Basically, Buffy's rendered useless. She's like this antebellum woman i can't tell if her accent southern yes. i'm gonna go into detail about uh, okay. <laughs> her accent later we'll That's get there uh, um, we'll table that for now but um yeah no like she's useless xander is probably as much of a hero as he ever is um we talk about toxic masculinity and we learned some like spooky giles backstory mm-hmm. things it's funny how you strip away Xander's personality and he gets he's a hero. But anyway, um, <laughs> Halloween was written by Carl Ellsworth and was directed by Bruce Seth Green. Um, and I think maybe this is this the first episode where we have both of the Seth Greens in like. Is it though? Maybe I don't know. I feel like the last one had maybe. However, uh, the episode originally aired on October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. You're just going to tell me like a season and a half that like Bruce Seth Green and Seth Green are the same person. <laughs> Maybe it's like I, some gag like fooled you. Uh, if that is true, it's just pen I name. don't know about it. But... It's like a Lemony Snicket, you know, oh. pen name. What's that guy's real name? I don't remember. Anyway. The, he wrote like an orchestral suite. It was like a whodunit murder amongst the orchestral instruments. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it's like... um children's guide to music or whatever the fuck it's called um intro music there it goes right here and buffy what will we see buffy what will we drink wine what will we Harrison's seen it all. Fuck yeah. And Tyler hasn't. What vocab words will we learn that again? What vocab words will we learn that again? What is on the gay agenda for today? Outfits. What is on the gay agenda for today? Angel. It's Booze and Buffy. Tyler, what are you drinking today? I am drinking... 
uh, a take on a Moscow mule, a Kentucky mule, because we didn't have vodka, but we did have bourbon. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like we've done mules before, and mm-hmm. same situation. Yeah, I mean we we live in Louisville, so that's how we do it here. Yeah. Um, I am drinking a Singapore Sling. I don't actually really know what that is. We have these. Um, it's a tiki beverage. It, yeah, it does taste very um, tropical. We have these little, um, like, uh, it's like a box of like little bottles of mixers that we got from uh, Total Wine here in Louisville, and um, this was one. Um, and it's I just, it's just the mixer and gin, and it's really mm. good. It's tasty. Well. With that, let, let's go to our, our spooky toast. Spooky ooky. Ready for this, for this shit? Yes. All right. Listen up. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Fillet of a fenny snake and in the cauldron boil and bake. Eye of newt and toe of frog. Wool of bat and tongue of dog. Adder's fork and blind worm sting. Lizard's leg and howlet's wing. For a charm of powerful trouble like a hell broth boil and bubble. Double, double, toil and trouble. Trouble. Damn it. That was going so good. Keep going, keep going. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Cool it with a baboon's blood. And then the charm is firm and good. Nice. I'm going to call our lawyer and make sure that we have the rights for that. Yeah, he's Um, pretty popular. Shakespeare gets his royalty check. Um, Cheers to Halloween. Cheers. Do it. Oh, that's nice. That's more of a clink than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, I think we just determined that the two copper ones, the one you're drinking out of, they don't clink together very well, but I guess compared, when you pair one of the copper ones... a little bit of glass in there. Yeah. All right. So, Halloween. Spooky. Um, So, the episode starts with uh, Buffy in a pumpkin patch. Um, fighting a vampire. Smashing pumpkin. She is. <laughs> um, yeah, we get a nice close-up of a jack-o'-lantern that has been destroyed by Buffy's falling body. Um, Maybe a stunt double. Definitely a stunt double. <laughs> um, and they were they're they're not gonna risk uh, their star's uh, spine <laughs> on an establishing shot. Mm. But um, so Buffy's fighting this vampire and another vampire is creepy creepily in the shadows videotaping them he's a voyeur vampire a little miss three dollar words um it's usually my job Mm -hmm. um so this is our first more than a two dollar word (laughs) this is our first indication or i guess confirmation that at least in this universe vampires can be recorded in some like versions of yeah like wait a minute no they can be videotaped but they don't have a reflection exactly that okay continuity yeah that that's like that goes back and forth in different vampire lores like some like they can be photographed and some they can't um i would imagine that mostly that idea that vampires can't be photographed probably comes from the fact that older cameras used mirrors 
Mm. Um, and I guess he was using a digital camcorder, okay. which I guess wouldn't use mirrors. So yeah. Maybe... Yeah, this whole episode's weird. Um, and that scene gave me the weirds. You know, I was just like, yeah. this is, what the fuck? You thought, you mentioned you thought that, like, it was, like, something about, like, extortion or blackmail or something. Yeah, they were going to be, like, secrets out. You know, what are you going to do now that everyone knows your secret? I don't know. Bitch. Yeah, take that. Um, but not the case. Um, scooping ahead a bit, just that was, it was Spike. Just right. studying uh, her moves, which is smart. Smart guy. I mean, yeah. That's Spike. Sexy guy, that's Spike. Um, so, um, Buffy from there goes to the bronze where... Angel's been waiting. uh, Angel has been waiting. And who has shown up to keep Angel company? (laughs) And they're both laughing at each other. And it's not the, like, insincere laugh that we've heard from her in the past. No, it does seem like a genuine laugh out of Cordelia. I will say, I think on Angel's side, it's polite laughter a little bit like i don't i don't think he finds her but buffy walks in sees that and immediately turns out right oh my god buffy like chill like (laughs) um, let's jump into conclusions yeah um okay um but angel sees her and he goes he's like no please don't leave um he pulls a stick out of her hair which she seems to be under the impression that she looks a wreck. Okay, this is something I've been meaning to say for the past, like, few episodes. Okay. And she does that thing that we've been talking about where, like, you know, she's trying to be perfect or be what people want her to be so she'll, like, dress up or dress nice mm-hmm. or, like, the parent-teacher conference or whatever. And, like, it looks stupid, right? Yeah. Like, she looks nerdy or whatever, just, like, prim and proper Sunday clothes. She usually has her hair up whenever this happens. And then... All hell breaks loose. Literally, it's time to kick some fucking ass. Yeah. And that's whenever, like, the bun comes down and, like, she's, like, slightly... the wig comes off. Yeah. And it's just, like, a little bit more disheveled. Mm -hmm. And it... But, like, that works. It's, like, 90s. It's grungy. It's, like, very... Like, it... Then she looks cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even when it's, like, bad. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. And I guess maybe that's it. Maybe she's just she's internalizing a lot of that because she looks fine. She has one stick in her hair. Like, yeah, and like, we all get sticks in our hair. Like, my PC bangs are slightly more asymmetrical than normal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she decides to leave. Um, she kind of, she had a line where she says like, um, I just wanted a date something, but that's something normal girls get. I don't get that. I get to think about ambush tactics (laughs) and weapons. And I'm like, Angel, or I'm like, Buffy, stop, I mean, you have the right to complain, but, like, Angel's clearly into that. (laughs) You're, you're good. Yeah. Um, but she's, which I guess is kind of maybe the theme, a part of the theme of this episode is that she really does just need to accept that part of herself and Mm. not try to put on this other costume. Ugh. (laughs) I'm just gonna finish my drink right now. (laughs) Um, so... Okay, no, I couldn't do that. Um, the next day, uh, Principal Snyder, um, uh, forces a volunteer opportunity onto our gang. They have <laughs> to help, um, just take some kids trick-or-treating. Uh, they don't want to, but that's what they're gonna do. Um, he... 
he I wants to know what they're going to be up to. He says something like, um, "You're going to be like smashing, smashing eggs in the window, the, yeah, and like egging houses, TPing houses, um, and bobbing for apples. One pathetic cry for help after another." <laughs> um, nice to see you again, Principal Snyder. Um, he forces their hands. Uh, that's whenever I was like, "Don't sign your real name." Yeah. Just like sign it Mickey Mouse or something. But Donald Duck. He would know. He's got a fifth sense for these he things. might have a kid named Donald. I don't know. <laughs> Mickey's a little bit out there of a name. But... A little bit. Um, so then um, uh, Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, yes. comes about. So we meet Larry, who's mm. just a, a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> They were like awkwardly close at first. I was like, "What is this vibe? Like, are they friends or <laughs> maybe not?" Um, but so eventually, okay, he's uh, uh, judging by how Xander is insulting him. Like, I figured he wasn't any good. Yeah, but, he started but yeah. saying some shitty stuff about Buffy. Yeah, um, and I wrote in my notes. I wrote, "Good Xander," because Xander stands up for her. He's like, yeah. "Don't talk about my friend like that, you piece of shit." Um, and is about to get, um, and I think, um, he said, what are you going to do about it? He's like, something, something manly or something damn manly. And I'm like, yeah, Xander, good job. Doesn't go friend. very well for him, but yeah, yeah like the intention so, was nice. Yeah. He's about to get those shit beat out of him. But then Buffy comes up, she rescues him and slams Larry into the locker and gets a diet Dr. Pepper for her troubles. Oh, into the soda machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the soda machine. Cause that was the whole bit. Like he was trying to get the soda whenever Larry mm-hmm. came up and he was like, what the fuck? So my next oh, note after I wrote good Xander was bad Xander. <laughs> when instead of just saying, thank you, Buffy, he throws a hissy fit like, oh my gosh, now, you know, I got saved by a girl. Listen, I get it. And he storms off. He storms off. And I, Will has a great line where she's That's like. the best line in the whole episode. Like, Poor boys. They're so fragile. <laughs> like, that was a. Uh, I mean, just like, that's a hot button phrase now, you know? <laughs> like, fragile, fragile, white masculinity. Yeah. So, um... Uh, so, to hear that, like, in something <laughs> just out of the air, it was just like, yeah. okay, cool, like, glad this is... So funny. She says this so casually, too. Yeah. Um, we also learned a little bit of, uh, of lore. We actually learned this a little bit earlier, but, um, we find out that Halloween is actually going to be Buffy's day off. That um, right. the forces of darkness actually typically take the night off. Um, because all the humans are doing evil things. Yes. Yeah. Well, and um, but basically, I think it, Giles, what Giles, or Buffy boils it down to being like, oh, they, do they think it's too commercialized? And Giles is like, pretty much. Like, <laughs> they kind of think it's kind of crass. And um, But the reason we get to Giles is because Buffy and Willow are talking about Angel. Oh, right. Um, and... They're like, how are we going to figure out, like... What he likes. What he's into. We're going to steal Giles' books. Which, that's when I was confused the first time. Because they referred to his journals for basically the first time. Yeah. And and they name them. They're not his. Like, they're passed down. It's like a lineage thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I get that now. But at the time, whenever they were like, the Watcher's journals. And I looked at you and I was like... (laughs) <laughs> you mean the Watcher's Guide? Like, is that like some like meta, like, you know, very like self-aware joke of like, and you can buy it 
<laughs> you know, call one eight hundred blah blah blah, just two payments of twenty nine ninety five. You can have this watcher's guide. I, I don't know how much they are. Um, the ones I have were like six bucks each because I got them at half price books. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I was confused there. But they had also like never really talked about that. Yeah, before. not really. Um, we get. There's a great moment where they're like, um, we can't do it. It would be too difficult. And Buffy's like, it, most importantly, it would be wrong. <laughs> and then they just get a great smash cut into Buffy and Willow, just like Mission Impossible, like peering through the library doors. That has like, That's a, a good cat. shot with the cat. With the cat, yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. That Honestly, like watching it, I was like, I bet that's going to be one of our promo photos. Oh, that would be a good one, yeah. It's cute. It's gonna look. It's, I'm a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a mouse, duh. <laughs> um, so, Buffy goes into the library. She's looking around. Uh, she doesn't spot Giles at first, but he's in the book book return cage. And as she gets there, he like scares the shit out of her. Yeah, it's a good moment. Yeah. Um, so, she's trying to distract Giles while... Um, while Willow sneaks into Giles's office. And it's just a really, it's some good comedy here. As Willow's like super nervous and doesn't want to. And Giles keeps starting to turn around. The, my favorite part of this bit though is mm. um, she doesn't make an appearance in the episode. But Jenny Callender gets a name drop. Yeah. When Buffy goes. She calls him a hot. A babe. A babe. A Miss stud. thought you were a babe. She said Studley something something. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And and Willow just gives Buffy this look like, what the fuck, Buffy? But it works. It works. It totally works. And he's so flustered. And um, he tries to like deny the person. He's like, wait. <laughs> when did she say this? Yeah. Like yeah, he inquires <laughs> yeah, he, for more. He's trying to play it cool. He's trying to be like, oh no no, it's not. But but tell me a little more maybe. Um, it's, it's a funny moment and once Willow gets out of there with the book Buffy's like I gotta go by <laughs> um, so that leads us into the uh, not, um, we were still in the library uh, the bathroom right with they're, the journal yeah they're looking at the, the book um, there's a bit of a goof here they're looking at a picture of like some noble woman from his time period and um, Willow says something like who is she? And Bobby's like, I don't know. It doesn't have a name. But then when you see the shot of the book, it clearly there's a name written oh, yeah. next to the picture. Um, but um, so this is where we get this scene where Buffy's like, oh, these are the women he spent time with back in. Which immediately. You called it. it was on great. the nose. I was like, well, girl, you just found your Halloween costume. <laughs> He's going to see you looking all gone with the wind and be like gone with himself. Um, I was like biting my tongue, like when you said that. I was oh like, no, I called that one right on the. Um, I didn't put together that like their costumes are gonna become them or anything like yeah. that. But, like, um, Cordelia comes in, um, and <laughs> they they break the news to her. Yeah, and she doesn't believe them. She it's just really, they tell her like it is. Which you mentioned a, a couple episodes back, you said something along the lines. Does of, like, she know? Yeah, um, and she didn't. And, yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just a great moment. I think she says something like, um, 
She's like, oh, what's Angel's deal? I can never see him around. And Willow's like, in the day. The day. <laughs> She's like, oh, is he one of those weirdos who lives with his parents and have to wait till they get home from work to borrow their car? And Buffy's like, think his parents have been dead for a couple hundred years. And Cordelia's she like, accepts that. Makeup. She's and like, she goes, okay. Well, she, uh, she goes, oh, good what <laughs> like, like she's like half listening because they agreed with her they didn't <laughs> um so that's when they tell her she's a vampire but she just cordelia does not doesn't believe them um and they break it down to her she's they're like you know he's a good vampire blah 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 um but she kind of like like that's better news to her but like it's all <laughs> none of it makes sense um so this is where we go to the costume shop got you um it is Ethan's costume. Ethan's shop. costume shop. I wonder if that'll be important. It will be. Mm. Um, so Xander buys a toy gun. He's already got the army fatigues. That's going to be his costume. Um, Willow's going to. Is Xander from like? Sorry, like obviously, like there's an element of like, um, like wealth, like with characters like Cordelia and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she's like very you know well well to do. Is Xander for like from the wrong side of the tracks? Is he poor? Is he Kenny? So is he Kenny from South Park? Oh. Is he from the wrong side of the tracks? Um. So he's talked about like his parents less, and stuff yeah. like a little he, bit. We haven't gotten a lot into it, but we have. Um. There have he has made comments. Um. A bit. Um, and I can't remember which episode it the was. The kind of hint that like his home life is less than ideal. Yeah, and it was. I can't remember which episode it was, but it was one of the ones we watched pretty recently. Yeah, where he 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 makes some a pretty declarative statement that his family sucks. Yeah. Um, so we haven't. That's not something we've really delved into, but he, there have been hints dropped along the way. Yeah, so that's um, like good continuity there. Um, let's see. Willow's gonna buy a ghost costume. Oh my god. I can't. Which, why buy the costume? If you're gonna get that generic ghost costume, just like, go make find an it. old sheet. Yeah. yeah. Um and this is boo, boo on it. Oh my god. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but she does look super cute when she puts it on. Uh and then Buffy sees the dress. Oh right. And you compared it to uh <laughs> so what did i say you to d's dress on it's always sunny in, Phil- in the nightman <laughs> comment episode yeah the, um it, I, it's well it's actually okay because i love that song in that scene that she's in little boy baby boy because it's sweeney todd with the words Pretty changed funny. yeah it's like did i hear a noise she's like I'm a little boy. I don't know. It's the same song. Um, it's that it, patter style. Yeah, and it looks like Princess Peach. Yes. Um, yeah. Dee's looks more Princess Peachy. Yeah, Dee's uh, doesn't have the big... Um, uh, isn't as quite as big, and it looks a lot cheaper. It, Petticoats, yeah, Harrison, get it together. Sorry. Um, <laughs> take some of your gay points away. You used the vocab well last time. You're okay. you're learning. I am learning. And I think finally you're... I'll be gay. Yeah, one day. Uh, so she gets her costume. Yes, she meets. They meet the proprietor of the shop, a British man. <sighs> Which I also noticed right off the bat. I was like, that's weird. He's got an accent. He must know uh, Giles. But yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't put that together, but I was just like, that's weird. Um. But I didn't also put together that he was, like, evil. 
I didn't mm. see that coming. So, Willow's or Buffy's trying to convince Willow not to wear the mm. ghost costume. She tells her Halloween is come as you aren't tonight. You know, get sexy. Okay. Willow doesn't want to. But I say, Buffy, let her be a ghost if she wants to be a ghost. Yeah. Uh, Buffy and Xander kind of, like, apologize to each other. Oh, yeah. We did skip over that. And, like, she's being, like, weirdly flirty with him, but, like, he's just not picking up on it. Yeah. She's trying to apologize and be, like, sweet about it and, like... She's kind of getting all cuddly and close, and like he's just kind of being a dick to her. Yeah, like, I, I'm just like accept- it's like I said, dude, like here's your fucking chance. Right? I was just like, <laughs> dude, accept the apology that she doesn't really need to be giving you in yeah. the first place. Um, it makes me think of a quote from um, um, Will and Grace, where Karen's talking to Jack, and she's like, "Accept my apology in the spirit in which it was given, or I'll kick you in the junk." <laughs> it's kind of just like where I wanted Buffy yeah, to go with that. I like that. Um, so Buffy gets Willow all sexed up. Right. She's got like a uh, I don't even know what you'd call that top. Is it but... a tube top? No, it's not a tube top because it's got like long sleeves, but it's like a but it's crop top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crop top um, and uh, like a leather mini skirt. Uh, no middle, and damn. Can we talk for a second about Allison Hannigan's abs? Oh yeah, they've been waiting all season. Like, <laughs> oh damn. But she's very self-conscious, and um, she does a, uh, Allison Hannigan just does like a really good, um, just the physicality of that scene. She's like covering up her stomach, and she's, yeah. she's very, very uncomfortable. Um, so where do we go from there? Is that whenever so Spike this, is, like, reviewing the footage and shit? Um, Drusilla's whole thing? I can't remember when that happens, but yeah, it's not, might as well talk about it. Yeah, I think it's next. Because Drusilla has a whole thing with a baby doll. Yeah, she, Miss Edith. She says it, but, like, her accent and just, it's whispery, and so I'm just like, yeah. what is she talking about? Yeah, she comes in, they're reviewing the footage, uh, Spike is, on right. his big five TV monitor thing. Um, it's like the the sound screen from Rent. Kind of, yeah. Um, right time period too. So, mm. um, Drusilla comes in. She's um, um, she tells she asks Spike, "Do you love me? Do you love my insides, even the parts you can't see?" And Spike says, "Eyeballs to entrails." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" He just loves Oliver. Her eyeballs, her entrails. It's very romantic. I mean, he could have just easily taken that the opposite direction. <laughs> Do you love my inside? Like, that's horrible. That's some, like, I feel sorry for Drusilla having to say that line. Aww. <laughs> I like the line. It's creepy. Uh, but then she has a vision and tells Spike that um, someone new is in town. Mm. Um, something's going to happen. Uh, she says, she, has, she says, like, everyone's outsides will become their insides. Um, which is... Yeah, see, I couldn't understand anything she said, so I didn't pick mm. up on that until... And that's why whenever Xander stood up and had a real gun, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> like, everything else kind of made sense until that point, and I was just like, what? What? Uh, this, yeah, no, there were several moments in this episode where I was just like, huh? <laughs> like, rewind. Hold up. Who? 
who where did this come from it, just the opening and that and yeah. just, uh, there were a lot of moments where i was like oh that's what happened earlier you know i do know um but she basically tells him this layer is gonna be weak when's this happening spike wants to know tomorrow um so so actually i guess that scene was earlier because we were at today on halloween um, so Buffy's trying, uh, tries to convince Willow to come downstairs, impress Xander with her sexy costume, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. She comes down as a ghost. Right. What? I mean, l- leading us to believe that the sexy costume is underneath. Yeah. Fine with that. Yeah. She doesn't Hopeful. really have time to, to change. Um, um, it just makes me think it's gonna happen later. So, um, they take the kids out trick-or-treating. Um, we, uh, we get a scene where, uh, Cordelia goes to berate Oz over, uh, Devin standing her up. Oh, yeah. Um, and the scene itself is not super important. It's really just to get us into a scene with Oz so that he can run into Ghost Willow. Um, oh yeah, and they have a cute little sorry, 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 <laughs> and then they go their separate ways. Um, so yeah, so then we go trick or treating. Um, uh, Xander has a kind of cute moment with a bunch of the kids that before they send off. Yeah, yeah, they, that was pretty adorable. I was like, Xander, you want a bunch of like dad points <laughs> in that moment. You know, your motives have been questioned before, but. <laughs> Yeah, he, sh- he, he was, showed a a, a a shimmer of nobility. Yeah, no, he did great, and Buffy was was doing well with the kids too. Like when she, um, they have, there's a little bit where uh, some someone gives them toothbrushes. Yeah, and she's, she's like, like she eh. must be stopped. When he's giving them the advice, he's like, you know, you can always go back, but only for chocolate or yeah. something like that. And I thought he's that giving was them like the cheat codes. For I think it's funny that whenever all hell breaks loose and uh, Ethan is you know doing the chants and stuff, and finally everybody like switches, that it's Willow's kids that start like yeah going at it, and like just because like the fuck is she gonna do anything about it? Right. Yeah. Even <laughs> as a ghost, like well, she has less power to do anything about it as a ghost. Even at least when she was. Alive, she could have tried to pull the kids apart. She but didn't, she wouldn't. Have. But um, um, or at least Alexander like got an upgrade. I guess. Yeah. Um, Willow's uh, power was that she got to keep her memories. So right. Um, so I want to I want to go on a brief tangent about Halloween and like Halloween cheat codes. Um, okay. So when I was a teenager, yes. Um, maybe like thirteen or fourteen. Too old to be ha- trick or treating, Harrison. Well, you're gonna have even more opinions once I finish the story. No, uh, I don't. It was several days after Halloween, like okay. sometime in the first week of November, and my friend uh, Terrence and I went around our neighborhood in costume, and like, like trick or treating, <laughs> and we told people that we were Canadian, and that whatever day it was was Canadian Halloween. Got some candy. 
There you go. <laughs> we had a lot of people just go, get the fuck out of here, leave us alone. But we had some people <laughs> who I think just had a bunch of leftover Halloween of candy. Yeah. We're just like, here. Just You're like, thank goodness it. you're here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Canadian Halloween. Teenagers, <laughs> take note. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Ethan casts a spell to the god of chaos. Is it the god of chaos? Not really. It's just, he's invoking Janus to give chaos yeah but the latin was really 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 heavy-handed in this one. Oh yeah because i was like trying to translate it while he was saying it. i was just like he's summoning the god of he said like feet, feet. Or yeah he says like podatus and i was like <laughs> okay i think that means foot i think he was like walking your ways or I don't know, some, Prop, some shit like that you know some poetic use of the word foot. So, um, Xander sends into... He was summoning. Um, he said, come. He said, Veni. The Veni this. I don't remember what he said. Um, so everyone changes into their costumes. Right. A bunch of little kids turn into monsters. Willow fucking dies. Um, and becomes a ghost. And apparently <gasps> whoever lived I'm hoping that... she... This is my... I'm making this assumption early. I hope okay. she keeps her powers. Her ghost powers yeah. of walking through walls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like an X-Men with like Kitty Pride. Oh, I do like Kitty Pride. Um, Xander turns into a soldier. Willow becomes a ghost. No one bothers to move her corpse, which I, is good. The kids um, ran away. Who the fuck they were going to do with the true. corpse? Um, there was a lot of chaos going on. Um, and then Buffy turns into a damsel. So maybe is this a good time where we discuss the... Uh, the accent. Yeah, I mean, it was when we first showed up, I was like, what the fuck is this? So, it's supposed to be British. What? No. It's terrible. It's, listen, I think Sarah much from It's gone with the wind. She's Southern. She's American. But it's not what it's supposed to be. Because she's supposed to be a British noblewoman, like the women that Angel supposedly knew. She just can't do the accent. <sighs> It's just bad. They should have just went with that. I I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I'm just saying. They didn't read as that at all. No, it's it's a it, honestly they should have just just not gone with the accent at all. Just let her use her regular accent. I would have been like, fine with the accent she used if it was just. Oh, if no, it just a, matched. That'd be a bad Southern accent too. Well, yeah, but it'd make a little more sense. I don't know. It's just bad. It's just it's not good. I I I like this episode, but yeah. the accent is terrible. Yeah. Um. So she's basically, you know, she faints at the sight of a demon. Um, Willow has to convince Xander not to kill a bunch of kids. So eventually, they get to Buffy's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joyce is conveniently not in this episode. Yep. Uh, she she gets mentioned earlier in the episode where Buffy's like, oh, mom's going to be out tonight. Oh, right. So just like, like the episode's like got her bases covered. Mm-hmm. Joyce is not there. Okay. She's, oh, you know where Joyce definitely was? Where? She was at her gallery and they were having like a sexy Halloween party at the gallery. Mm-hmm. Dults only. Joyce is getting boozed up, belly shots. BDSM. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's a gallery. No, I am. Yes, I. I yes. You, you, Joyce was getting spanked. No, 
You know that's in season Joyce four. Joyce was spanking. She spanks. <laughs> she is the one who spanks. Anyway. Um... So, uh, Cordelia ends up there? Yeah. She just happens to be getting attacked outside of the house. So right, it's okay. convenient, but whatever. Um, she is dressed uh, dressed as a cat, but she does not turn into a cat, which but is important. Willow still assumes that she's been turned into a yeah, cat. Yeah, she's like, you're not a cat. You're a person. We're friends. Kind of. She's like, oh, Willow, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> um, Cordelia's like, what the fuck is going on? I know I'm not a fucking cat, Willow. Um, and she gets filled in uh on what's going on um so will is like i'm gonna go find giles and cordelia has a great line where she's like who died and put her in charge and right as she's saying that behind her willow is just walks through the wall Mm -hmm. and we get a great reaction shot from buffy where her eyes get super wide like what the hell just happened um Mm -hmm. the episode has a lot of fun with this this premise of yeah. You know, everyone has changed. Um, Xander takes off his jacket, gives it to Cordelia. Mm. Cord- he looks, one, fine in that tank top. And Cordelia takes note. Oh, yeah. She definitely does like a, oh, my, a gentleman. Um, I think once again, proving my, my hypothesis that if you strip away Xander's personality, yeah. he's great. There's a hottie under there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Deep, deep down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Angel shows up, too. Right, right. Which, that, any reason, rhyme or reason for that? I think it's just mm-hmm. that the chaos is going on, so he's like, gotta go find Buffy. Yeah. It's going down. Um, so, there... Um, Willow goes to get Giles for help. Yeah, they get attacked at the house. There's a vampire in the house. Which is a point of contention amongst the fandom. Whether or not it's a vampire? Yes. Because he's like, get a steak! I think it has to be a vampire. Or it has to be a costume. Because otherwise, how did the vampire get into the house without an invitation? Um, okay, but what if it was a person turned into a vampire because that was their costume? That's what I'm Could thinking. you still kill them with a steak? I mean, you probably could, but you maybe shouldn't. <laughs> it's not a. It's not a end all be all. Yeah, he, it he, is he, a vampire. It's not the same kind of vampire. Right. I think because it is a fake vampire made by a costume, like the invitation rule just doesn't apply. Yeah. And I think it's clearly a costume because it's very like stereotypically like peasant shirt, like. Yeah. Um. So I'm going with that was a person in a costume. Also, you don't see Angel stake him. No, he never. Well, he never does. Okay. Because Buffy, he asks for the stake. Buffy grabs a knife, and then sees Angel's vampire face and runs off. And that's right. Not the same. So I'm just going to assume that Angel like knocked him out. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Angel didn't kill a kid in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Willow goes to the library. She scares the. Fuck out of Giles. She does her little, like, kitty pride, like, face through the wall moment. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because he, like, shrieks. And, she's like, also in her ha-ha girl outfit at this point. Oh, yeah. We should have mentioned that. Yeah. she Because when she came to as a ghost, the ghost sheet stayed on her body, but she yeah. was just in her, her sexy ghost outfit. outfit. Yeah. Um, and Giles, 
So they, um, they, they have this great moment where she's, like, explaining to Giles what's happened, and he's like, Buffy was a soldier, or Xander's a soldier, and Buffy's, a, like, a noble woman, and Giles is like, and what are you dressed as? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm a ghost. And he's like, the ghost of what? Exactly. I think we both said, I'm a ghost. Duh. Duh. Um, but that leads them actually to a clue when Willow's like, you should have seen Cordelia. She was just wearing spandex and cat ears. Um, <laughs> and that's when Giles is like, oh my God, she turned into a cat. And Willow's like, no. So this is where they kind of piece it together. Will- Cordelia mentioned that she bought her costume at a different shop than the rest of them. They got theirs at a shop called Ethan's. Mm. Um, and Giles immediately is like, um, he, 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 you, you notice that he immediately is like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, so back with the other, our other crew, um, they're searching for Buffy. Right. Um, <clears throat> and Spike overhears them. So he knows that Buffy's out there. She's helpless. He's got a little crew of children who are turned into monsters. Oh yeah, uh, which is kind of funny. Um, Little gang. So, so everyone's looking for Buffy. Buffy is running through alleys where she comes across Larry, the pirate. He's dressed as a pirate now. Who is a pirate? Well, yes, yeah. He was dressed as a pirate, and now he's a pirate, and he maybe tries to rape her. That's what a pirate would do. Right. Yeah. It's it's not really explicit, but like that. He didn't try to kill her. Yeah. the The implication I think is there. which and she's just like a poor lost southern girl what is she going to do i do declare mr beauregard you're gonna stick with the southern thing yes it would have been so much better but it would not have made sense i mean just write it in i don't care just now you're turning into a southern lady <laughs> i don't care I, I don't care i do declare i say i say i say um, so, uh, uh, the, the gang catches up with them. Xander fights off Larry. Um, right. He gets his revenge. Yeah. And he goes, his... I don't know why, but beating up that pirate gave me a weird sense of closure. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That was um, a good little circle there. Yeah. Um, uh, we just get a lot of, also, and we haven't really talked about, it, we get a lot of moments in this episode of Buffy being like, oh, the men have to protect us. Like, I, I want to go with the man with the musket. Do you have a musket? Yeah, that and, was golden. <laughs> and just all these, like, stuff that Buffy would never fucking say. Yeah. Um, and I do like it when um, she says... Uh, she she says something ar- about that around Cordelia before Cordelia knows what's going on. And Cordelia's like, what's that riff? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, like, that even Cordelia's like, no, that's not how this shit's gonna go. <laughs> like... Men are fragile, remember? Yeah. Um, but then um, Ethan and Willow go to... Or Giles and Willow go to Ethan's. Right. Um, and we find out pretty much immediately that they know each other. And Willow's like... Or Giles is like, Willow, get the fuck out of here. Um, and it's a side of Giles we've not seen before yeah and he calls them ripper. ripper yeah like jack the ripper uh, oh i never even thought of that what how what, what other ripper 
Like what other what other contextless ripper can you think of? Aunt Marge's dog from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, bitch! <laughs> well, I walked right into that one. Oh. That was a deep dive reference. Yeah. Thank you. What kind of riff is this? So, um, we, we don't get a lot, but we get this, impl- they, know, they know each other. And we get the implication that It sounds the, like he's like sold his soul to the devil or something. Yeah, Maybe Ethan is the devil. Like that's kind of what I he was wearing red. He was wearing red, yeah. That's kind of what I was like, cool, you sold your soul to this dude. He mentions basically like this scholarly tweed act, and Giles is like, it's not an act. Um, which was a devastating read. On Ethan's behalf. Okay. Yeah. Whenever he was like, this is like scholarly tweed, blah, 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 like that whole line. I was like, burn. (laughs) Oh, forgot. So we we basically, we learned that Giles has a past of some sort. And then Giles. And the watchers may not be all that you think they are. But they have the journal now. So you know what? They're going to like find more info in that journal. Yeah, they're gonna there, read chapter two. <laughs> There's just so much finger waving going on just now. I was like mesmerized. Mm-hmm. Um, but while spot. we're on the subject, Tyler, What's do you that? hear a noise? Oh, uh, what what is that? Is that the 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 gaydar? It is. Oh, there it is. I Let me it. tell you what my gay agenda in this episode is. What's that? It's Ethan and and, and Giles. Oh, okay. They are talking to each other like ex-boyfriends who have not seen each other in a long time okay um they have a history they have a kissing history a history that is my you just made up a gay vocab thank you did i do that did i a do history it? history oh my god okay i, just, I don't know that. why i just like like pointed my toe and like kicked you know it's the gayest thing um you could do. so you know, there's nothing in the text. To this is another this, hypothetical. <laughs> is this my theme? Somebody's gonna take two? all these and like turn them into fan fiction. <laughs> oh, it already exists. It, it certainly exists. Perfect. Um, yeah, there's nothing in the text to actually support this, but it's my um, it's my feelings. It's my truth, um, and also just dim guns on Xander and I am not talking about his machine gun right well and that that was one of my moments too I mean just kind of Xander centric I guess Mm -hmm. um Xander in a tank top was everything I was asking for Mm -hmm. and like you know he was kind of heroic and not as much of a douchebag so like he was hot in this episode yeah and um except for you know his toxic masculine traits which I have a feeling he'll never escape but um, his confrontation, his first confrontation with Larry, before I mean, like he starts insulting Larry, but I can't tell if he's like joking, or like actually insulting him. Mm-hmm. So I first. guess they they were just kind of like awkwardly close at first. I was like, where is this? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would have watched that, <laughs> but um, that brings me to my third moment. Um, is Willow's takedown of fragile masculinity? Mm. Um, you know. Men are fragile. Men are fragile. I mean, sure. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, it's, it's all kind of this Xander-centric. Xander is my <laughs> is my gay agenda. Nice. Yeah. He's on your to-do Fragile list. masculinity and all. Um, 
And what was your word? Kistery. Kistery. Okay. I like that. Well, okay. This one. Should I just tell it to you straight up and then you're trying to like piece it together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this phrase is facts are facts, America. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it just feels very topical because of just all people in America who are like, facts don't matter to them. Like facts, fake news, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's a riff on that. Okay. Okay. Now I'm sad. We had to use the word riff twice in this episode. We've had it a lot. It's a theme. So, so am I close? Am I, I mean, I, I you haven't that. really said shit, so. But it's like, that's what it makes me think of, but I guess. So is it maybe just like calling out someone for like not believing something that's true or Yeah, you're on you're on the right list. Okay. You're on the on the right track. What did I say? Um so facts are facts, America. Facts are facts, America is from Monique Hart. Okay. She is a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race season ten. And this may be one of the newer phrases that we've talked about so far. Mm-hmm. But it became a top phrase from the moment the words left her mouth. So Monique had a number of memorable catchphrases on season 10, including Ooh, ah, ah, sensation and brown cow stunning. Um, but this other quote can get your point across whenever you're trying to end an argument. Uh, so it's I like see. a finisher. Okay. Uh, finisher. Yes, very much. Um, so you can use this phrase in a number of ways, despite not actually talking to anyone in America. Stunning. So where you can use it, you can use it whenever you're like spilling the tea or reading someone, you know, you're spilling some hard to swallow tea, Mm -hmm. sis. For example, when say like, well, you know, you you give me an example. Where would we use this in the episode? No, I'll give you one as well. Maybe when like, um, it's not really an argument, but like when Buffy and Willow are telling Cordelia that Angel's a vampire, and he doesn't, she doesn't believe them. I like that. That's not the one I was thinking of, but that totally applies. That's our theme, isn't it? Like, I pick a, pick a moment that isn't the one you're thinking of basically but um yeah it is because it's i mean and maybe that's more telling of the theme of the episode <laughs> in general uh meta yeah. um but yeah no it, that that would be a good one because she they're just like no shit sherlock duh like this is the truth and she has no idea the, the moment that i was thinking of is whenever like angel arrives at buffy's house mm. And Willow and Cordelia are, like, trying to explain to him, like, what has gone down. Like, you know, Buffy is this antebellum South woman. Xander is a hero. He knows how to fire a gun. He's been, you know, as helpful as anyone here. Willow's basically useless, but she can walk through walls. Mm -hmm. And has memories. Facts are facts, America. Just, like, it is what it is. You know, face the music shut up and dance i don't know um but yeah so that's facts are facts america and then if you want to take that the next step further you you combine it with her other phrase which is brown cow stunning so you just say 
Facts are facts, America. Stunning. That's all I got. Thank you, Professor Dippled. You're welcome. (laughs) Welcome to my TED Talk. (laughs) All right. So, um, Ethan gets the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Um, And I don't think we've seen Giles throw down like this. He is brutal. Oh, he gives him like an elbow, an elbow like stab. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. Because it's like your elbow is like the strongest joint in your body or something like that. And he like kicks it like when he's down. He literally kicks him when he's down. Like yeah. In the, like in the side and relentless. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's it's pretty brutal, but he um, he is able to, um, can, you know, beat the information out of Ethan. Which he gets pretty willingly. He does after after some. Yeah. It doesn't take too long for, like, he's like, all right. but He's not just, like, you know, dying words. Like, he's like, I'm going to say it so that I stop getting beat up. Pretty much. Um, torture is an effective tool for getting information we in should, this instance. Um, we, um, podcasting techniques 101. <laughs> um, but basically, he just has to destroy the bust, um, which he does. Which, or the second he went to do it, I was like, don't do it, it's a trap. <laughs> I was like, oh, That's fuck, they're going to set this into motion. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that could have been that could have been bad. Yes. Um, I was like, don't listen to him. He's not even dead yet. <laughs> yeah, he was telling the truth. Um, How honorable. Luckily, though, this is all going down while Buffy is, um, the gang has been attacked by Spike. And, and he's, they're about to win. He, he's going in for the kill. Gant- Xander can't even use his gun. Yeah. They're like our little kid monsters about to like murder people. Yeah, Will can't do anything. Buffy's about to die. Um, it's it's looking bleak for our heroes. Mm. But then he smashes the bust, and just a great moment. I really love it. Um, the Giles or Spike pulls up his hand, and he's got. He's holding the wig. The lighting on that scene was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. When you see uh, Spike's face and like the blue lighting. Yeah. He was holding the wig. Buffy pops up and she's yeah. her normal Which self. is funny because when she was in, whenever she was like, you know, the character, like, it looked like it was her real hair. It was like a yeah. lace front, you know, like it looked. It was a good wig. Yeah. Um, I think they, maybe I'm wrong, but it, it does seem like they've used two different wigs. Like, when she's in the costume before the change, they yeah. have a wig that doesn't look quite as convincing. Yeah, but, like... And then... That shit is blended. Yeah. It's more convincing after the change. I think yeah. maybe that was done on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but she goes, Hi, honey. I'm home. Mm-hmm. It just beats the shit out of Spike. Um, all the little kids are crying because they are children. Wait, that was iconic. <laughs> um, They're just like, I want to go home. <laughs> hey, my mom. Even Cordelia is like, we should probably get these kids back to their parents. <laughs> like, um, so uh, Spike. Safe to assume Buffy gets in a little more trouble after this one, but you know I mean, we don't see that. So. Maybe, but I, I would imagine it's the whole town was like in chaos. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, to me... Spike was just reveling in it. He wasn't even, like, he, doing anything. He was like, look at this shit. Oh, he says something... He... As he's, he's walking down the street with all the chaos going, he's like, this is neat. <laughs> <laughs> he just really enjoys it. Um, so, uh, Spike gets away. Ethan gets away. And then everybody's there. And then you realize... Where's Willow? But 
oh my god and this is when i was still hoping and i still am that willow retains some of her ghost powers okay. hoping it's a theme okay like i said i watched a lot of sabrina uh the marvelous misadventures or whatever the fuck it's called and chilling adventures whatever marvelous miss i like that though the marvelous misadventures <laughs> of, i like that of Maisel. <laughs> it's the Maisel. crossover between Marvelous yeah. Mrs. Maisel no. and and like whenever her friend had like the side story about like being a, a like a psychic or whatever. Oh yeah, I love that. I just I was like yeah, spread that supernatural bullshit. So Willow comes to in her real body, uh, but she decides to ditch the costume. She walks confidently across the street, where she's spotted by Oz. Oh, yeah. And he says, again, Who's who that? is that girl? Who's that girl? <laughs> it's Willow. It's Willow. Um, so, then we get a nice little scene between um, Angel and Buffy in her bedroom. Uh, hey, Mom's out of town. But, yeah. No, Mom is not out of town. She's at the gallery spanking people. All right, mm-hmm. we decided. Mm-hmm. Um... Whips and chains and candle wax and... And he talks about how, um, which, again, maybe just going with this, like, I don't know, masculinity, feminism oh, yeah. bit. He's like, yeah, women back then were really dumb. He's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I think he says, they're like, he calls them insipid and, like, something like that. I'm like, wow, way to paint with a broad brush there, angel. But it makes sense, right? <laughs> like, that, like, women weren't educated... To the same standards across the board True. as men. Well, that's even a line that um, earlier Back in the episode, uh, Buffy's like, oh, it must have been so glamorous going to parties and all this. And Willow's like, I mean, I guess, but I kind of like being able to vote. Willow, you can't vote. You're 16, but whatever. Yeah. No, but she said something along the same lines as Xander. Yeah. Or not uh, as uh, Angel. Because, like, she was like, I don't know, just kind of dull or something. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um... So it's kind of a theme there. I yeah, and we definitely I think that gets through to Buffy though that she's like he Be likes careful me for me. what you wish for, cause you just might get it. Um, you I just mean, might Ethan, get it. You just <laughs> might get it. Calling the lawyer again. <laughs> um, From one William Shakespeare and the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> uh, mashup. Um, Ethan even says like he says exactly be careful that. what you wish for type of thing which is funny because it really is only like negatively affects Buffy like, who does Xander, he say that to? Uh, to, to Giles? Giles? yeah yeah so that doesn't even like apply yeah I think that was just like his general vibe like why he did it like yeah um, other than to just do it which is weird because like that phrase totally applies to yeah. like what Buffy's going through and... oh absolutely but um, I think she learns to accept herself a little more, and then she starts making out. With They're necking. Oh my god, it's it's kind of a hot kiss. Like, um, and then we cut away to Ethan's store. The last scene of the episode, Giles goes in the next day, presumably the next day. Store is emptied out, and there's a little, just a little note sitting there that just says, "They overnighted um, it." Be seeing you. Dun dun dun. Uh, yeah. The end. So. Yeah. That's the episode. That's Halloween. I like that it's a Willow-centric episode. Yeah. It's Willow-centric, but everyone gets a good it's, moment. Yeah, like Willow definitely takes yeah. a, a lead there. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Um, 
Especially once the other characters are kind of out of Yeah, connection. she's forced to be in charge. Like, yeah. she has no other options. And she does a great fucking job. Like, yeah. Um, let's see. Xander's hot. Yeah. Um, Cordelia's kind of on the back burner in this episode. Yeah. She's more of a bitch and less funny in this episode. Yeah. She's, um... <coughs> excuse me. She, um... She spends a lot of time as Buffy's, like, shield. Yeah. Um, Buffy keeps hiding behind her. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny. Um, to see those kind of roll reversed. Yeah. Um, um, we And we get some hints, a little more, uh, some in- indication about Giles' past. And mm. maybe it's a little darker than we had been yeah. led to believe. How did he become the Watcher? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a curse. Maybe. I don't know. It's like, you're the watcher because we, you cursed these vampires on us in the first place. We do... <laughs> Thanks, Sondheim. Um, we do know from season one when you uh, that he his father was a watcher. So we do know that there's a bit of a lineage, fam- whatever. lineage thing there. But that's all we know about his past, really. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so characters, we learn about trials in the background, uh, Xander's hot, Willow gets the spotlight, yeah. we got some angel tensions with mm-hmm. Buffy, that's about it. Yeah. Buffy We're introduced to that bully, Larry. Larry, yeah. He didn't die. He didn't die. He just got punched by Xander. Um, um, Buffy doesn't get a lot to do in this episode, I mean like... Buffy does, but she's not Buffy. So Xander's it's... whole thing is like toxic masculinity, yeah. which I mean that's him in a nutshell. Um, theme. I mean, we talked a lot about this one. Yeah, I think it re- a big part of it is this like be careful what you wish for. Um, you know, self acceptance, um, not trying to be something that mm-hmm. you're not. Um, but honestly, on the other side, though, we get Willow's storyline, which is kind of the opposite of that, where she embraces, at the end, mm-hmm. a, a side of herself that's different than her normal. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something about Two that, sides of the same that balance, too, of, like, it is okay to, like, accept who you are, but also, like, try new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just, like, jump in, you know? Yeah. Like, don't hold back. Yeah. Embrace um, opportunity, something like that. Yeah. Um, I guess is the flip side of, you know, be careful. What yeah. You wish for. Um, yeah. So I, that's a good theme. I like that. Yeah. Music. It's underscored like a lot of things in this season. But yeah. there's a song. There's a song. It is called. Um, oh gosh, I can't find it. What's it called, Tyler? Treble Charger, How She Died. Yes, so the band is Treble Charger, How She Died is the song. Um, And that's the song that plays when Willow, at the very end of the episode, is... um, Re-apparating. Yeah, and she's walking... It's when Oz sees her. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of a cool... I like the song, but it's also cool that the song is How She Died, so it's kind of apropos for her post-ghost adventure. How She Lived. Um, Yeah. General takeaways. Let's see. Did Giles get knocked out? Nope. He was the one who knocks. 90s moments. Not a lot, at least for me. But I will say, I, Buffy had an outfit I really liked at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. She's wearing this like black tank top with like a kind of goldish trim mm-hmm. and plaid pants. 
It just looks really good. I really... Yeah. I like it. I mean, I'm going to go with Willow's outfit. That's yeah. the best one in the whole thing, yeah. I think. So and honestly, I kind of circling back to what I said at the beginning about like fight scenes and like whenever you're like Buffy's like, you know, pretending to be something, blah, 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 and like trying to be all perfect. And then just like whenever she gets like dirty and like ready for a fight scene and like all bruised up or whatever, like mm-hmm. that's whenever like her look finally works. Yeah. Like it doesn't snap until her hair, you know, comes down and she's like kicking and fighting and all that. Can we briefly just touch on the fact that despite being uh, having just come out from under a wig at the end of the episode, her hair is fucking flawless. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. your hair don't look like that. Where's the pins? Where's right. the wig cap? Um, um, yeah, so didn't really, I mean, there might have been some stunt doubles in the first scene or yeah. so. Uh, any trivia? Um, so I don't have a trivia for this specific episode okay but um this is actually a trivia that i meant to um tell uh tell you about in school hard oh yeah you forgot. mentioned this. okay um but it's spike related so i was like i'll just wait for the next episode spikes in okay so um that is not james marster's real accent no. um as we've discussed yeah. um but when he he's just he has a standard american accent but when he auditioned for the role he actually auditioned with a texan uh uh, access. See? And... That could have worked. It could have. Um, they ultimately decided for on the, um, the British one because of uh, Juliet Landau, who plays Drusilla, uh, just kind of match her accent. Uh-huh. Um, and they also wanted to kind of give this um, like uh, Sid and Nancy vibe. Sid Vicious from uh, fuck, um, The Sex Pistols? I don't know i can't remember but um if you fans if you can remember what band sid vicious is from please um but yeah so that's just that's my trivia about spike's accent um and it is also actually based on anthony head's real accent so anthony head poshes his accent up a bit when he plays giles right um his real accent is more like what spike's accent is on the show um yeah so no, I think it's about everything. Yeah. I really like this episode. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um It was good. It had me guessing. Yeah. It had me being like, what the fuck? Like at least twice. And your prediction last week wasn't you, you didn't predict the plot. What did I say? You did say it was gonna have something to do with witchcraft. So good job. I mean not really my toast had something to do with witchcraft. What but, had to do with witchcraft? Well you cast a spell. Yeah, but he might be a demon. I don't know that. He's not a demon. He might be a warlock. I mean, like, that's your argument. He might be a... I mean... He might be a, a Incan mummy. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was a spell, and that's witchcraft. So. Okay. Well, there's that. I was trying to give you a compliment. I'm just being devil's advocate. <laughs> Devil. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... I like. I'm going to give this episode four... Spandex cat costumes out of five. I will give it um, eight. Oh, I'm gonna give it eight and a half um, misplaced accents <laughs> um, out of ten. All right, all right. 
so let's predict some stuff. Okay. What? Where do you think we're going from here? Just generally. I mean, that was a lot to cover. Maybe like, well, we didn't see Joyce at all, so mm-hmm. I want to see her again. I miss her. Thank you. Uh, you're not Joyce. I know, I miss her. I, was I thought you said too. thank you. Oh, I know, I said me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joyce, we miss her. We need to learn more about this. Um, we need to learn more about Giles' backstory. Mm-hmm. Why is his name... Uh, what do you call Ripper. him? Ripper. Ripper. I think Jack the Ripper. Okay. Or maybe he sold his soul to the devil or something like that. Um, so Willow and Oz... Totally gonna be a thing. Okay. Um, that's being set up. But I mean, Cordelia took notice of Xander's biceps. So I mean, you never know. Okay. I think there's gonna be kinda yeah, that like excuse me, oh, sorry. Cheers. <laughs> um, I think there's gonna be kind of that like, oh, like mix match. Okay. Like not everyone who I think is supposed to end up with who I think they are. Well, and, you know, the whole, what's the Shakespeare trope? The, like, also four marriages. As well. Yeah, well, just four marriages at the same time. It's like, oh, oh yeah. we didn't, none of us thought we would end up together, <laughs> but we did. But here we are. Better get married. Happy ending. Like, we're going to have one of those kind of moments where it's oh. like, none of us are supposed to be together. All right. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, let's stick with the Shakespeare theme. Okay, very good. So, um, the next episode is called Lie to Me. So do you have any thoughts about that? No. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe like a truth serum or something. Okay. Or like um Lie to me. Is that maybe like a reference to some movie that I don't know? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I was gonna guess like Die Hard or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, is that a movie? Die Hard episode. Is that a movie? I don't know. Um, yeah. What? I mean, I would be willing to bet there is probably a movie called Lie to Me. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think that it's a the, the that the title of the next episode is a specific yeah, reference I don't know. to anything. Uh, or ooh, maybe Infidelity. Okay. Like Angel, you continue to talk to Cordy. Even though you know that just giving her a passing glance is gonna put Buffy just like all b- hot and bothered. I don't know why that just made me think of The Office. And he's like, You cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you talked to Cordelia when I specifically asked you not to? Oh, yeah. See, uh, so maybe. So, uh, what was our engaging moment earlier, uh, if we know? Who is Sidious? Who, if you know, let us, let, tweet at us at Booze and Buffy. Um, and to kind of piggyback off of one of last week's, oh. send us your Halloween costumes. Not oh, yeah, costumes themselves, but pictures of... Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, uh, keep this shit to yourself. But the pictures... Your husband has enough costumes. Oh, my God. Hey, those are historical pieces. <sighs> Actually, I love the costumes. I just... I'm they come in handy whenever you don't have a Halloween costume. Yes, they do. Um, but I do wish we had more storage space for them. Fair. So, anyway. uh, all right. Anything else? I think we're... I think we are... That's all. About to wrap it up. All right. Well, 
Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy, uh, and Happy Halloween. We'll be back next week with Lie to Me. I'm Tyler, and you can follow me at TGDipold, that's D-I-P-P-O-L-D, on all my social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And I'm Harrison, and you can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman, that's C-O-F-F-M-A-N, and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. C-O-F-F-M-A-N. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, C-O-F-F-M-A-N, <laughs> Instagram, C-O-F-F-M-A-N, <laughs> and Twitter at Booze and Buffy. Or you can email us at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. C-O-F-F-M-A-N. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as well, where I will release a short video with every episode called Spoiler Corner with Harrison. I will talk about all the spoilery things, foreshadowing, etc. that I can't talk about on our proper episode. Also, please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. So each week, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. And this week, we'd like to highlight Children Incorporated. Founded in 1964, Children Incorporated is an international organization assisting children of all races and creeds, administering to their physical, emotional, and educational needs. Children Incorporated assists approximately 20,000 children annually in over 20 countries around the world. Visit childrenincorporated.org for more information. And as always... Go slay. And be slay. Oh, my. Happy (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) I'm going to go watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh.